Welcome to this week on With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking you more. And we are the Relationship Realists, and this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. Thank you for joining us this week. Our topic is marriage and mental health. I am so excited to have this conversation, and I'm excited about Dr. Guy coming in later in the show to join us with her expertise. Lakia, as always, they can find out more about us at www.withtheexes. That's www.withtheexes.com. And jumping right into champagne and shades. I think we need two pairs of glasses apiece. I had a completely different conversation going on in my head. However... I guess I'm behind because I don't watch a lot of news because I live the news. Like, I live the news. I don't have to watch the news. When I started getting the Wendy Williams reports, it was kind of like, this is going on, but what do we say from one week to the next? This is somebody's reality. And so when I read the article, just a little bit of what's going on with Wendy Williams, I had, man, it was so many different feelings. I I had feelings of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is really happening. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening to her. And oh my gosh, who is this woman of 11 years that just started leaking pictures? Right. Like that was the real issue. That was the real issue for me. And I don't know why. And I think it's partly because... We want people to be in that space where they can be real. Yes. So she's in that space where she's really real. She's real. Real. But then that does that mean Wendy is not? I believe she is. She is too? I really do. I really believe she is real. I believe what Wendy is saying is my reality is I'm married. Okay. And this is my man. Okay. And you're not going to take what's mine and I'm trying to protect my my lifestyle my life now whether she's right or wrong in that I don't know right I don't okay, know if that but, is but a right or wrong say in is, that. is she being real absolutely okay I feel like that because rep, this is the thing no matter how I feel that's still my feeling right and so I'm being real about how I'm feeling Okay. Because with this other young lady, do I feel like she should have leaked the pictures? No. No. Okay, but is she being real in how she feeling? Absolutely. She is. So they're both being real. They're both being in real. Where they are. And where they are. Right now. Absolutely. So we're just going to all come to the table. Not just Wendy and Kevin. No. But Wendy, Kevin, and Homegirl. Homegirl are going to all come to the table. Absolutely. Okay, that was a bit much for me because y'all know I'm I'm low key. I don't really do drama. No, I like to just deal with the issues, get a resolution, right, and move on. Right, but the moving on part is what's hard for a lot of women. That's true because because of how you operate in your mind, you can cut something off. Okay, and be okay with it. That's true. And still be in it. And still. 
and still be in it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because of the way your mind operates. Mm-hmm. You can emotionally detach if you feel like that's what you need to do for you. Auto to protect. make you okay. Yeah, auto-protect. Absolutely. And then there are people like me who feel like the only way I can be in it is if everyone's okay. Okay. Because that I haven't sense. moved or grown into I need to be okay first. Let yes. me I'm in the airplane. Let me put my mask on first so I can help you. Right. You have to get to that place. Absolutely. So you're okay. already in the place where you're like, uh-uh, wait, where's my mask? Right, where's my mask? Because if I don't get a mask, nobody gets a mask. No one gets a That's mask. That's really where I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you the type that a I'm gonna take your mask. <laughs> I need to bring I'm sorry, yeah. I need some oxygen. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Sir, I'm sorry. I am 90. You, you have lived already. Give me look, that mask. Now, you know you don't need that mask. <laughs> you don't need it. So, I I want to get to that point. I want to grow into that. Okay. But everyone's not there yet. Okay. But because of the space you're in, some things to you are common, common sense. And that makes sense. So, thank yeah. you for breaking that down. Because yeah. my heart goes out to Wendy. Mine too. I'm not even thinking about that other chick. Oh, me either. Like really, <laughs> but it did shock me for eleven years, for eleven whole years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and my, my my, you know, my heart went out to her because I know where she is mm. personally to have the knowledge and not move. Hoping, cause she Hoping. said she's in love with her husband. Yes, and she said. They ain't going over. Not he or not me. That's what she said. She's speaking for two people. She said. So she's still in a space where she she don't even know she can't speak for him. Wow. Because she said, as long as this ring is on my finger, which it shall be in this lifetime, she don't talk that. to me about it. That's what she said. Okay, cool. So she's speaking for two people. Okay, we're going to keep up with this story. <laughs> yes. Now that I'm in the know. Right. I will be following this. Right. Okay, so that was Champagne and Shays brought to you by Glitzy Girls and the Elite School of Etiquette. Yes. Um, moving right along to last week's recap, which was great. <sighs> we talked with Reverend Chris Wheel about under construction manufactured yes. marriages. Yes. And it was based on Bathsheba and David. And I still say having conversations with Chris about David and Bathsheba are some mm -hmm. of the realest conversations I have had with Absolutely. anybody about David and Bathsheba. Absolutely. My takeaway, number one, was when he said, God is basically saying, mm -mm, you don't follow me, I follow you. That's it. Like, it's not where you go, I go. It's right. where I go, you come. You, mm -hmm. you, you come where I come. That's it. That as well as... God not being held hostage. Girl, that was good. In our mess. Oh, that that's was not what good. he said, but he said something to the effect of, you know, we expect to do stuff. Right. And then God is supposed to come along and bless it. And right. God is like, no, I don't have to do that. Absolutely not. So those were my two takeaways. Those were some good takeaways. Okay, I had several, but I'm going to stick with one. When he said, God can still work. 
in a manufactured marriage. Yes. I've always wanted to say if you weren't put together, if you want the soul, S-O-U-L mate, your marriage, girl, that ain't going to work. But then I realized you can't ask for forgiveness. Yes. And God can go back and help you reconstruct something that wasn't built uh, properly. In his image. In his image. Mm -hmm. um, so there is no you're doomed forever. Right. It, and I kind of wanted it to be like that. Ah, okay. I was being selfish. Hmm. Okay, but you that's not what this is. Um, anybody can ask for forgiveness. Right. Anybody. And anybody can get it right. Yes. And then God can bless you from that point. From that point. From that point. From us coming to the table. That's it. But he also said you'll have to suffer consequences. The consequences are what don't go away. Right. Yes. So that was big. That was huge for that me. That was good. Those were real good. <gasps> so we will be having him and his wife, Gina, back. He I'm mentioned so uh, the Wheels of Success. Yes, girl. It's the ministry that they're working on. And so they're coming back with that. Awesome. So we are in week four of Manufactured Marriages, which is what I'm calling this little shenanigan that we've got going on. Yes. <laughs> and so we went from... Meeting Derek to dating Derek to getting to know Derek, and so tonight it's choosing Derek. Mm -hmm. Y'all know I'm making this stuff up, I keep telling y'all that from one week to the next. Uh, yes, so for you, what was the final I do? Like, what did you base your final I do on? Um, I'm going to say the way he treated me, okay? Um, the respect, the safety. I felt safe. Uh-huh. And I guess going to a new place, you're already afraid. Right. So you're going to attach yourself to whatever makes you feel like home. Okay. And so for me, I would say that was being familiar with his family, the background. It was just comfortable. Okay. So it was easy to say, I do back then because you don't know to ask the different questions you mm. should ask mm -mm. when you're in college right you know your mind you're young so you don't know what to ask about a lot of things and people don't just voluntarily Girl, tell you they don't help you do they, they don't mm -mm. so i think that for me is what made me say okay i do that's good mm -hmm. now were there any known problems from the like the early years in the marriage I would say family knew. relationships okay um coming from two totally different backgrounds okay two totally different family dynamics um having to understand each other's families that was known okay because I can clearly see this is different and I'm not used to operating here <laughs> You know, and I'm sure yes. he could say, this is clearly different. I'm not used to operating here. So you have to find a happy, a happy medium. medium. Yeah. Okay. So then. And money. Well, because we were young. Yeah, you're young. So was there any aha moments? Like anything that you found out later that 
was an unknown that could have been um, kind of what did Dr. Guy called it. I don't know, but she had a word for it. It's kind of like I oh, kind of like when she gets the two people in counseling, yes. and the one person is like, "These are the problems," and the other person is like, "Wait, we got problems." So, okay. were there any of those? Uh, for me, the unknown was I didn't know how unhappy he was. Oh, okay. Not being aware of my partner's feelings and thoughts. Hmm. Okay. And not even knowing until so many years later. Wow. What those unhappy thoughts and feelings were. Now that's good. Like that's a whole book show. Yes. <laughs> Bicycle ride all by right. itself. Right. And I say that because there are probably a whole lot of people in that space. Right. Especially women. I can't say yes. only women. No. Because I think that there are men in that space and women in that space. Absolutely. And neither one of us know how to have that conversation. Right. Right. And that's, man, that's got to be sad and scary and lonely. For both parties. Yeah, for everybody. So lonely for him in the fact that I feel this and I don't feel like I can share it. Mm. So he's lonely in feeling things and can't escape it. Wouldn't that make you lonely? Like, well, but I wasn't lonely you until were I was just alone. Okay. okay. Because huh. when you don't know there's a problem, you think it's good. And that's true. So I wasn't yeah, lonely. Yeah, you just thought this was our normal. Yes. Wow. That's good. Like this is gonna help somebody today. <laughs> no, that is so. really, really I good. Hope so. Like really, because to you, everything was great. And I do mean great. Great. Like, so how could it not have been great? Right. On the flip side, when you think right. about it, like, man, can we go to commercial now? Because <laughs> that was a lot to think about. Need to process like, that was a lot. Okay, so. For me, I started off like um, part one joking about the dysfunction. I was like, now tell me about y'all's dysfunction. Yes. Okay, so part four, let's talk about our dysfunction. Right. And I could joke like that on the front because I knew right. ours was coming on the back end. <laughs> so for up. me, I would have to say the yes was based on mutual... Um, not agreements or understandings, but it was the knowing that we had commonalities. That's what I'm mm. looking for. So it was knowing that we both gone to school. So we both had degrees. Gotcha. We both had careers. We both were doing well. Mm. We were just just in that place of this is new. Right. You're good. I'm good. So you think. So this is something that you build on. This right. is something that you can grow from. Yes. And let's just see what happens. Absolutely. And so for me, it was like, okay, I'm saying yes to what I know. Right. Not knowing that I didn't know everything that I needed to know. Gotcha. And so when it comes to those known problems, I can't say 
that I knew of any known problems. Ooh. It's like I was in this crystal ball like you pretty much mm-hmm. where life was good except we were dating. Ooh. So Ooh. we're dating and life is good because remember wow. we went from don't like don't like in the way trying to watch the game to the point where I say, "Oh, this is a relationship." Girl, that's good. <laughs> Woo! We get to come back to this part four manufactured marriage in just a minute. You are listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. Do you want this or you not want this? And right. I love, I, I use the matrix in the counseling session all the time. You want the red pill, the green pill. Right. And people need to have an option. Like, right. don't let me get into this and then find out that's you about a Cracker Jacks. And I don't like the that's game that's inside problem. of it. We, we talk about that too. Yeah. This and more with The X's Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Got a scar on their face It's a cold world and this is 
You're probably holding your smartphone or tablet right now. So simply go to your app store, search Fishbowl Radio Network, and download the new app for free. Then bam, continue listening to the hottest content from sports, music, entertainment, talk radio, and gospel. The Fishbowl Radio Network app, available free. Download it now. Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rhodes. I'm Lakinia Moore. And we are the Relationship Realist. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. And we are having one of our own tonight. So kudos yes. to us. Maybe that's Ooh. what the congratulations was. Absolutely. That we get to tell our story Absolutely. in our way, in our time, in our space. Right. And pray it helps somebody. Yes. Because that's all we want at the end of the day. That's it. And so we went to the break with me talking about not knowing any unknowns. There were no unknowns that I didn't know because we were dating. Mm -hmm. However, after saying yes to the person that I was dating, that's when I can say that there were unknowns that appeared. Okay. Because during that time, I thought that I had been spending time with my equal. Mm. So, both no marriage, both no kids, both building a dream, both starting out. And then to find out none of that was true took me somewhere that it took years to recover from. Wow. Even in the marriage. Wow. And so, I tried to think back to... Finding out and everything just coming full circle. And I couldn't think back that far. I guess it was kind of like when you were trying to go back and put the pieces together of y'all's dating. And it was like it was so long ago. Yeah. And it was like I remember talking to you one time. Mm. I think we had gone to a concert. Okay. And... I remember going to intermission. I remember feeling like something's not right. Like mm. everything was perfect. Everything was good. Everything was great. But there was still something that just wasn't right. And wow. it was like, okay, what am I missing? Right. God, what are you trying to show me? Like yeah. there's something that I'm not getting. Wow. And so went to intermission. And I guess I'd gone to the restroom. I don't know. But I came back. And I don't know if he was talking to somebody. Or maybe we both gone to the bathroom. I don't know. Some kind of way we ended up bumping into somebody. Oh, that y'all knew. Ooh. And the guy said. You know he spoke. And he's just he said. Man I haven't seen you. Since the wedding. And I'm clueless because I don't know I don't know the person I don't know the wedding I don't know none of this and so they continue to talk (laughs) your face (laughs) Ah, they continue to talk and then they say bye and we start to I don't know if we were going back no I know I wasn't going back to my seat at that point so I don't know where we were going actually at that point but I had this moment of 
wait a minute, like, like you're not going to address this? Like, this has to be discussed, like, in this moment right now. And I don't even remember what happened after that. I do know that I felt some kind of way, as should be. And there were other people there that we knew. We weren't all there together. Like, family was just throughout this, yeah. um, the venue. And I remember one of my going-to-be brother-in-law saying, why she got attitude? We at the concert. Right. Like, you, dude, you don't even know. Yeah. Like, you have no idea right now. Be quiet. <laughs> Basically. And I don't know if, I think I went outside, and I, I think he followed me. I don't even think we went back to the concert. Because, like, why would I? I don't remember going back to the concert. It was just this conversation needed to happen. And I honestly can't tell you what the conversation was other than I'm sure I had a hundred questions that I needed answered then. And so that's when the answers started to come. And that's like the first knowledge that I had of you. You looking at me like. <laughs> I'm processing. You looking like you watching the soap opera. Girl. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm in one. <laughs> I guess I'm processing because. I'm remembering me in that moment. Although you didn't know me. I'm just sitting back and I'm thinking, what were the kids and I doing? Oh, Why at that particular time. Yes. That makes yes. sense. And I'm also saying, how did she feel? At that time? Yes. Oh. I'm trying to put myself in your shoes. Because we had this conversation that you're the person that be praying, Lord, everybody's just okay. Help them. Yeah. Yes. And I've gone through that. But like you said, like 10 minutes ago, I'm not there. Yeah. And I think it's because I've had so many experiences where I took the bullet yeah. that I'm not doing that anymore. Gotcha. So I'm throwing bullets. Oh, snap. I ain't catching no more bullets. Mm, I felt something. Way That's deep down. I'm going to be 46 in June. Yes. So it's kind of like you go from being, you know, I like movies. I'm trying to think of one. You go from being Goldilocks. You know, you're mm. just hopping through the forest. Life is good. Yeah. And then you encounter the wolf. Yeah. And it's you or me. Wow. So guess who skips back out the forest? Mm. Me. So we ain't doing that no more. Wow. With nobody. At work, at home, in family, in life. We just ain't doing that no more. Wow. I don't have like no tattoos, but in my mind, I'm all tatted up. Yeah. I got piercings everywhere. Mm. I'm six feet two. Because <laughs> you can be what you want to be. Yeah. Wow. So I appreciate that because that's how I was thinking when it all came. It's like, your, your mind goes to the other person. Because I wasn't the Wendy Williams 
one leaking photos like who right. does that right like who does that okay and then now that you say that you probably did take bullets because so many people thought you were oh absolutely went to their graves thinking so so when I say 18 months with Dr. Guy, it was warranted. Wow. So how many more episodes do you think that we need? Girl. <laughs> more than that year we were talking about. <laughs> the producer said we can't drag this o out for a year. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, really, at that point, it was, what don't I know? What do I need to know? And I think the thing that got me was I'd been around the family. I'd been around other people. We talked about that with the Rutledges. Yeah. And to not be told that, to have it affirmed in that way. And it's like, oh, okay, so I'm not crazy. Everybody else just sees. Ooh. <laughs> you want something in your glass? Girl, no, like literally need something. You go don't just pass me that glass. Put no, minute. you see you see the commercial that says twenty dollar fine oh, violated okay, for well, food drinks and Girl, it and, might uh, be worth my twenty dollars. <laughs> girl, I got twenty dollars in my purse. I'm gonna have to give it to you. Oh, my word That's so a lot that is a lot so we'll figure out how to navigate the rest of this in a manner that tells the story doesn't rush the story but definitely right. tells the story because there are people who need to hear the story right and then there are people who just want to hear the story we ain't really worried about people who right. just want to hear the story no there are people who need to hear the story because like we said this isn't just our story no it's more common than not. Yeah, people just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather you talk about it on the front end right. than be talking about it on the back end. With Dr. Guy for 18 months. Right. Now you might come out of it with a show. I mean, that might be beneficial. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, it's not all for naught. No, nothing that you go through is ever wasted. And I had right. to get to that point. Right. I had to get to that point where it was necessary yes. for something. I don't know. Reminds me of that song Fantasia was doing on the show on on one of her shows, mm -hmm. saying it was necessary. It was necessary. Everything you've gone through was necessary. We wouldn't be where we are today, not just sitting here, right? But, but as I women, mean, in here mm -hmm, as people. Yeah. Yeah. And then what we went through helped to shape other people. Mm-hmm. So it was necessary for us even in helping others. Absolutely. But especially ourselves. But it's because we got somewhere us. to go. We got yes. stuff to do and yes. I mean everybody can't go with you. So No, they can't. Let's just lock arms and ease and on down go. the yellow brick road <laughs> together. Yes. Woo. Okay, yeah. Girl. So that is Manufactured Marriages Part 4. We'll figure out what the rest of it looks like. I promise you guys we won't make it go forever. 
we'll just get to what we need to get to and figure it out. How about that? That's, yeah. You know what's, cra what's crazy is how have I known you so long? And that was the first time I heard it like that. Because we don't talk about it. We don't. I mean, we kind of talk around, around yeah. like like when something necessary comes up, we handle that part. Yeah. But we've never just sat and done a full dialogue because part of me is one of those people that's like, okay, that's done. What are we working on now? Mm -hmm. Move on. Yeah. Kind of like I shared with you, you know by now I don't like to see people hurt. Yeah. So how do I help somebody when I'm hurting? Wow. So when it clicked in my mind, I never reached out to you concerning all of that because yeah. I was already dealing with my own stuff concerning that. Wow. But then you see, once I got past all that, it was like, girl, come on here. We got stuff Absolutely. to do. It was like, I just wow. need to get to a point where I figure stuff out. Right. Once I figure stuff out, you can move on. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Girl, that was good to me. And you know what? <laughs> I'm being a G right now. Why you been? Well, you look like a G. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, girl. I'm 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 pretending to be a G. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, but it's just so refreshing that we can all sit in a room with so much growth. Yes. From everyone in the room. Everyone. Not just us. Everyone. Yes, yeah, like that. Y'all don't see like nothing flying behind our head. Yes, like Girl, nobody's throwing ducking. nothing. This is where people should want to get to. Yes, cause who has time for all that other stuff? No one. When you focus on everything other than what you ought to be focusing on, you yes. are doing nothing but wasting time. Wow. Yeah. I know you don't drink. But we should go have a drink after this. <laughs> right. So who gonna drive me home, Iman? Yeah. Iman. Iman okay. can drive you home. Girl, okay. you can spend the night. You know I've been telling you that you're gonna yes, spend the house. You, even though Derek yes. be like, you doing the most right, right now. Right. How you gonna invite her to spend the night? <laughs> and I'm gonna bring my pajamas. Bring your pajamas. Okay, girl. Iman, <laughs> leave us yeah, alone. Yvonne, what happened? Derek has already threatened to go somewhere the night that you spend right. the night over. Okay. What the person even going with? They thought. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he can go in his man cave. Oh, okay. Let him do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you better duck. He yeah. might be getting ready to throw something now. Yeah. <laughs> we about to get in trouble. So, as y'all can tell, we have evolved. Oh wow. Hasn't always been easy. Oh wow. But it was necessary. It was necessary. Yeah. How wow. about that? It was necessary. Ugh. No bells and whistles, just just real life. So hopefully somebody else can get to that place right. and make that transition. Right. And maybe you don't have all the facts. Yeah. Oh, but you know what else I realized? What? While we're still look on this this part, I felt like. Well, I didn't feel like I ever needed to apologize. And I still Ooh. pray, because I don't know if there's something you've ever thought about. Yeah. I still pray regularly that if there's something that I need to 
apologize for that God will convict my heart so that I do it. And it's not oh, been wow. done. And I've asked myself, like, well, why is that? And I think that it's because I didn't know. So I can't mm. apologize for not knowing. Know. And then once it got to the I do's and going forward, like working through all of that and moving on, it was after everything was finalized that we talked again. So it's like you don't go back and apologize. Oh, wow. So, But over the last 20 years, I have continued to ask God to show me if there's something that I need to have apologized for. Wow. So if and and when yeah. I'm convicted of that, yeah. know that that's going to be done. Wow. I mean, I don't know. You might have needed to hear love, that. Yes, because I hadn't thought about that. Oh, well, that's good. You hadn't thought yeah, about that. Yeah, I hadn't. Um, well, not recently. Anyway, <laughs> long time ago. You are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. This is Ralph and Sheila, host of the Marriage Talk Show on Fishbowl Radio Network. Check out the show every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in the Red Bowl. Let's, Let's talk, talk marriage. marriage. Don't miss the Marriage Talk Show. Hashtag jump in. Come and spread your arms if you really need a hug. Afrocentric living is a big shrug. I like filled with. That's what I love. I love what plateau is what we're above. If it is us, we won't even think of. We'll nip up the dog and give a big shove. This rhythm really fits like a snug glove. So back on up, cause you know we're about to rip shit up Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side Staying alive was no job, had second hands Moms bounced on old men, so then we moved to Shallon Land A young youth, you're rocking the go-to Low goose, only way I begin to G.O. was drug loot It was all a dream, I used to read Word Up magazine in the limousine, hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. You all alone in these streets, cousin. Every man for Self in this land, we be gunning. Out on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. Soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing hoochie screaming. Fainting for money and alcohol. The life of a West Side player with Calizai. And it's wrong ball. Only in Cali will we riot, not rally to live and die. In LA, we wear chucks, not valleys. This is Michelle Stimson, and you're listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network.
Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are really the relationship realist. And this is your safe place to start the hard conversations. And if we can do it, yes. you can do it. Absolutely. I wanted to read this comment. This blessed me. It's going to bless you too, Lakinya. Okay. One of our listeners on the air uh, from Facebook, Kiwani Murray, she says, you ladies just blessed me. There was something I was supposed to do and listening to you ladies just allowed me to be convicted in my spirit. Wow. So kudos to Kiwani, Kiwani yes. for acknowledging that she was prompted by the Holy Ghost. You felt that unction. And we pray your your strength in the Lord to get it done. Absolutely. With whoever you need to get it done with. Ooh, I appreciate I that. that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, before you start, I will apologize. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Look, I'm going to turn and look. You talking about Oh, to yeah. Me? You apologize Oh, me? yeah. Because sometimes you have to apologize for thoughts. Oh. Actions. Rather... No matter what space I was in at the time. But sometimes you just have to apologize. And I'm saying that because I'm at a point in my life now where I want everything God has for me. Yes. And I'm clearing my path. Like really clearing it. I don't want anything standing in the way of what God has for me. Because my fear is getting to heaven and having all this stuff. And he'd be like, mm, you supposed to have that, but you had to get this one. You or, and me both. You supposed to have that, but you ended up getting this one. Just because. I'm not going to have a just because. I like that. So, I don't mind saying I apologize. Girl. For everything. Anything. And that way, when I leave here today, I'm clear. Well, I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> just in case. It's necessary. I yes. apologize for anything Girl. and everything, too. Baby, it's Because we got somewhere to go, and we need to get there and we together. We're already going. we going. So that's just one less that's bag. Yeah, that's yes. just one less bag. We got to be carrying. No yeah, like, that. for real, for real. Like, right. Okay. Next level. Okay. Leveling up. I'm Don't get me started. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. I felt the phone. Let's see if if so. I want to make sure I'm not missing anybody in case you you're sending something in. Okay, no. Moving on to what we talked about last week for um what do we call it? I wrote it. Life choice, mm. S-O-L-E, made somebody you just right. chose to walk and do life with, mm-hmm. or God's consecration, yes. meaning somebody God has anointed and ordained for you to be with. Right. That's what we're calling it. Yes. So, we all know what a soulmate is. You can agree or not agree. We all know what a life choice is. Yes. There's not really a whole lot of agreeing or disagreeing on that. It, it is just, what it, it is. Right, it is what mm-hmm. it is. So is God's consecration. Yeah. And you should know where you are in either one of those relationships. Absolutely. Like, it don't take a whole lot to no. figure that out. Not if you want to know. Not if you want to know. Right. Like, if you were Wendy Williams, you would know. Yeah. She don't want to know. She don't want to know. And there are a whole lot of other people who know and don't know at the same time absolutely and so from one week to the next that's who we talk to yeah we are not encouraging anybody to do anything that god has not told them to do no but we want to equip and strengthen and encourage and equip you 
to make the necessary right. decisions based on where you are right now. Right. You and I were talking about something that happened in the one group I didn't get kicked out of on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> the marriage club yes. uncut. Right. They didn't kick me out because that out. group is uncut. raw. No, they like it. real raw. That's the group you should have been in anyway. From from the start. Yeah. The other group was sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> That's my group, girl. I'm just one that girl. <laughs> So I, I was reading the post just catching up because, you know, I was resting this weekend. Yes. And so I read a post that said my husband is cheating again. And it was long. So I just yeah. kind of read really fast, didn't yeah. catch a whole lot. But what caught my attention was a few days later, somebody put my husband is cheating again, too. And this time I refuse to cry. This time. I'm going to let him cheat in peace. I've never heard that in my life. I'm going to let him cheat in peace. And I'm going to stack my papers. Mm. Yeah. Let me get my coat. It was like an anthem started on Facebook. Girl. Sisters came out of everywhere. Like they all we were hands across America. Stacking coins. <laughs> and I said, this is what's really going on. Right. Like mom and them kind of did what they needed to do because they felt like they didn't really have options. Like where are you going with right. five kids? Right. This generation, it's like I may not have no way to go with five kids, but here's what I'm going to do till I figure it out. Stack some coins. <laughs> She rolling her papers. <laughs> and what I appreciate, well, I don't know if she's going to have that conversation with him or not. Mm-hmm. For somebody like me, what I appreciate is being able to tell you that's what I'm doing. Right. Because no secrets. There's no secrets. No. So, I don't know if she was going to tell him. No, she said I'm going to let him cheat in, 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 in peace. peace. So, so, she ain't even going to disturb. He don't even know that she knows. Girl, no. He's just going to come home and the life's going to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, and and not only locks change, but, or maybe come home one day and to the left, to the left. Yeah, everything, everything has already it. been, been Get it. packed up. Get it. That's going to be his reality. Uh-huh. And he's not going to even see it coming because he doesn't know that she knows. He has no clue. And I just want you to grab it real peacefully. Yeah, real peaceful. Like what you've been doing peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just look, don't don't disrupt it now. Oh, come on. So this is what we do. She realized this is my life choice, right? And based on this choice, I'm making a new decision. Absolutely. And for my me, new decision. She doing a right. stony for me. <laughs> <laughs> my new decision is I ain't taking no more bullets. Mm-mm. Wait. She in there reloading. I saw the Matrix this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) We have a movie for every week. I've never been able to finish it. I'm going to tell the truth, though. The Matrix loses me. It gets boring somewhere along that storyline. That's the only part I've ever seen. I just, yeah. (laughs) I don't like that movie. Girl, that just grabs my attention. All of that motion, and then I'll be through. That's what it is. That's all. I have not seen that movie to the end. I can't. So anybody who has the Cliff Notes version of the Matrix, please send it send in. The link. Please help, yeah. help help some sisters out. <laughs> so that was our life choices mm-hmm. versus God's consecration. Mm. So we would love to hear from 
some God's consecration people. It's been a while Please. since we've had somebody call in with their true love story. Yes. We know from the first week, um, the listener, Anita, called mm-hmm. in. She and Brian have been together, I think she said 27 years. Mm-hmm. And his parents were together, what, it's like 63 years? Yes, a long time. And then we had... Because um, she was saying... He, he came in saying it's not an option. Yeah, for him, Stand divorce yeah. wasn't even a word that, mm-hmm. that needs to be talked Don't about. Because that. that wasn't his upbringing. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Rutledges who've been together since they were like 16. Mm-hmm. And then Sandra Walton, she and her husband were best friends for like four years before they married. And they've mm-hmm. been together, I think, 23, 22, something like that. Gotcha. Now. So we need a good feel-good story. Oh, Stacy and Troy... Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, married, love, divorced, remarried, and way. happy, like happy, happy. I love. That we need a good, a good love story, you Please, guys. Y'all call us. I mean, and, and the thing is, most of the stories in the Bible are like ours. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we don't have too many callers. She said raggedy. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Somebody who's living the fairy tale who has yeah. not experienced a nightmare. We're not going to speak a nightmare over you, but just share a little bit of yours. If you out there and you left your shoe at the ball Mm. and Prince Charming brought it, will you please (laughs) give us a call? (laughs) Please call us at. (laughs) Yes, you can call us at 214-717-4648. Please, Cinderella. That doesn't sound right. 214-717-4678. Okay, call, yes, us, on call us on that number because <laughs> yes. we would love to hear a nice feel good story. And Absolutely. I think it's because that Wendy Williams story rocked me, girl. Like yes. we need a we need to hear a better story. And then after we let her rock us, we done rocked us again. We rocked ourselves. <laughs> rocked <laughs> We rocked ourselves. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, as far as the backstory. For tonight's topic. So. I read. And this stuff is shocking. But it's real. Yeah. And we're going to help some people. Oh, including yeah. ourselves. Yes. I read on YourTango.com. For anybody who wants to go out there and check that out. Mm. Yeah, this is a real site. Didn't even know that. YourTango.com. Okay. That an unhappy marriage may be your greatest health threat. Greatest wow. health threat. Um, seven alarming signs that your marriage is wreaking havoc on your health and wellness. Wow. So pay attention, even if you just got married today. You really need to hear it. Yeah, they do need to hear it. Mm. But we need to just lay it out real slow because they have to catch it. Yeah. We can't like just roll them all out. Right. Because when Dr. Guy gets here, we're going to talk about them individually. Mm. So you might want to get your pens and your papers. Girl, where my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> because there are several. And then I'm going to ask her to add any that aren't listed. Ooh, and good. give us the warning signs that we need to look for. Okay. Things that we need to be paying attention to. Right. What are some red flags when you're dating? Yeah. As well as when you're already married. Mm. Like, I mean, on the marriage side, you should pretty much know what the, pres- what the prescriptions are, I would imagine. Right. But you might not. You might not, because mm. they might not be taking their medication. Right. They might have mm. stopped when they met you, mm. because you make them happy. 
and you don't know that they have a prescription because they're bipolar. And that may not come out until after the fact. That's somebody's reality. I heard oh, that testimony. Did. That's real. That is somebody's reality. Mm-hmm. Got engaged to somebody who she didn't know was bipolar because he met her and life was good. And he stopped taking his medicine because she made him good in his mind. Until he snapped one day. I was about to say, well, what happened? And slammed her into a coffee not- table. Oh. As the music plays. Girl, that's a good <laughs> part for it to play on because I, I had a flashback. Woo! Okay, let me get myself together. <laughs> you listening to With the X's on Fishbowl Radio Network. For the DFW area Hey, we got your best Christian hip-hop artists Right here Your local news Putting down for all the community Current events So watch y'all go ahead and tune in At FBR.US From 6pm to 7pm Every Saturday Don't forget And don't miss it Hey, it's gonna be epic Hey, don't forget to push On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com Jump in Hey, hey are you looking for the hottest music, topics, and trends? Then you've come to the right spot. Fishbowl Radio Network or FBRN.us. Right now, you're tuned into the largest personality-driven internet radio station. Check out the green, red, blue, or gray stream and jump in. Lucky for you, that's what I like. That's what I like. Lucky for you, that's what I like. That's what I like. Jamie with the Washington Agency of AIL. Are you a competitor with the determination of greatness? Well, the Washington Agency is looking for candidates like you to join our team. Please call 682-888-2879 and schedule you for an interview. Let's see if you have what it takes to be great. Congratulations from Velvet Oasis Events, wedding and event planning. What a great time for us to get acquainted and determine what style, design, and package will work for your upcoming wedding, gala, social, or anniversary event. We specialize in helping people have a better event experience. Velvet Oasis Events customize your event design with your vision in mind. From beginning to end, we're there to assist. So for that wow experience, you won't forget, remember Velvet Oasis Events. To get more details, go to Velvet Oasis event.com velvet oasis event.com or call 817-500-1579 putting in the work fishbowl radio network fbrn.us jump in
everyone, this is Tony Rose from With the Exes. I would like to take this time to say thanks to all of our sponsors and listeners of the show. In appreciation of your loyalty, we will work harder to provide more quality topics and guests for your listening pleasures because, as you know, that's somebody's reality. Tanisha Guy. Welcome, yes. welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're I back. I found some applause. I'm finding some applause from somewhere. <laughs> you are just in time for marriage and mental health. I was sharing something that I read on Tango.com. So it says... <coughs> <laughs> An unhappy marriage may be your greatest health threat. And here are seven alarming signs that your marriage is wreaking havoc on your health and wellness. PTSD. We should play a game with these some yes. kind of way. Yes. Um, PTSD, increased anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. identity problems or personality disorders, mm-hmm. poor cardiac health, Profound loneliness, weak immune system, increased emotional and physical pain. Mm-hmm. You apparently agree because you, mm-hmm, all of those. Mm. Are there any that are not on the list? Absolutely. Okay, wow. I'm taking notes. Girl. What Substance are they? Use. 
Increased substance use. Oh, oh, she said increase substance abuse. Mm. That's another show that I think yeah. that's next next first Monday. I think is addictions. So oh yeah, because we'll they talk about that. Yeah, so increased substance <laughs> abuse. Yes. Or you just start all together, like somebody who both. never. That's why I just put substance abuse. Yeah, both. You doing good, girl. You still have yet to do anything. Mm-hmm. Know about that? Oh. <laughs> Okay. How about that? Well then, just sometime when you come back, you put a hat on some glasses. Okay. People don't know. They don't need to. Okay. Cause some you don't know what's in the gift when the wrapping paper's on. That's right. So I put I put extra by that and the whole increased substance abuse thing. Now that's a big one. If we were at school and I had to like do a point for each one of these, I would win a prize. <laughs> I'd be like, I would want my prize right now. Right. Give me whatever I want. I get a free pizza. Right. Yeah. I want it right now okay. today. Pizza make me get mine. Really? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you have run for your money or you talking about pizza? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is it that we need to know about each of these? Because, well, first of all, are there like categories? Yes. Okay, so what are the categories? So, the list that you just read off, the first one had PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, oh, yeah, I should have said that, but yes. A lot of people know what it is, but okay. for those that may not know. Mm-hmm. Um, and PTSD looks very different for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. And so, sometimes people will call it things like, I'm just stressed. Or mm-hmm. um, oh. they'll mask it. They'll give it a different name. But what they're really experiencing is PTSD. And so, for example, a current relationship could resemble or could create flashbacks of a past relationship because of trauma. Wow. And when you talk about trauma in particular for women, we know that one out of three women have experienced some type of trauma, whether in their early childhood or in their relationships. So now that they're in this unhealthy relationship, it has now triggered again some experience that they've had early on. And as a result of that, now they begin to go through all of these experiences with the trauma, whereas they're having nightmares, they're having flashbacks, they're unable to to sleep. Um, And so a lot of people don't identify that as PTSD and they're experiencing it. Also, um, anxiety, especially in the African-American community, we don't call anxiety what it is. We will say, I'm stressed. We'll own being stressed, but we won't own feeling anxious. And even clients will say, well, what is it? How do I know if I have anxiety? And anxiety is this overwhelming feeling of being nervous about something, feeling like I I don't know what's going to happen. I can't Mm -hmm. control it. It's ruminating over things that you just know you can't fix, but you cannot stop thinking about it. And because of that, your stomach feels queasy. Like You have emotional symptoms that create things like headaches, stomach pains, um, and their severity to it. Like on a scale from 1 to 10, people can rate their anxiety, and they really attach it to, oh, I'm just stressed at work. It's the kids. But it's really their anxiety that's increasing. Wow. Ah. Okay, then. That was really good information. Hmm. So then the part where it talks about weak immune system mm-hmm. and increased emotional and physical pain. Are there any look for or telltale signs when it comes to stuff like that? Or like, Because that doesn't sound like something that a normal checkup is going to catch. 
So typically what happens in these cases, and these are in, in more severe cases where it's been going on for a while, it could okay. be months, years, okay. um, and sometimes people ignore it, they minimize it. For example, um, I talk about the client who says, I, I, I ask the question, um, do you have any physical pain? She says, oh, I have headaches. Well, how long have you had them? She's like, years. Well, how often? She's like, every day. Ooh. And so I'm like, well, have you gone to the doctor? She's like, well, no. Doesn't everybody have headaches every day? Wow. For years? For no. years? No. No. That's every day? Normal. No. But she's normalized this behavior, wow. right? And so when we trace it back to when the headaches started, it was connected to a traumatic event that she had. But it's been years, as, though, as she stated. So... People do need to be aware when they begin to experience physical symptoms, but for the most part, we minimize it. And they're small details, That's right? We, we get headaches, stomach pains, but we have to function. We have to go to work. We got to take care of kids. So we can t continue to go along. And then we'll go do the random checkup to the doctor. And the right. doctor is like, you know, overall, you're doing good. You know, cut down on the fatty foods. You know, get right. up more rest. And so we go on by alleviate our way. caffeine. Yeah, alleviate caffeine. Wow. You know, cut down maybe on your drink. And so we go home, we are thinking we're okay, but then the symptoms are continuing to get worse because you're still in that same situation if it's a marital situation. Wow. And over time, these mental health issues create physical symptoms. Mm -hmm. so when they say stress kills, stress really does kill. It creates yeah. a hardening uh, in your arteries. And so some people that will say, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm having a heart attack, but it's an anxiety attack. Yeah. It probably an anxiety attack but if you don't address it it could potentially lead to an wow. actual heart attack wow I heard somebody say something the other day I can't even remember what I was watching but it was it's not what we're eating that's killing us it's what's eating, eating us. us that's killing us Absolutely. Oh, and I can't remember who said it it was a podcast or something I was listening to girl but that's yeah, good it's what's eating us that's killing us Absolutely. Silence. Ooh, that's good. Loneliness. Abandonment. Yeah, that and was your relationship. There. And your relationship. Yeah. That Imagine that feeling that you're married to someone and yet you feel still feel lonely. Or feel lonelier. Like that was In a that was me. Like I felt like being alone mm -hmm. is not lonely. Correct. I had to mm -hmm. learn that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when I was with someone I felt so lonely mm -hmm. but when you're not with them you don't feel lonely wow you feel whole and you complete. feel whole right wow because you feel like you feel the way you're supposed to feel you feel normal mm -hmm. you feel normal wow because you know in it that it's not right and you know why you're in it that you are alone in it so when you're no longer in it you don't feel alone because you feel like you are complete right because you and Jesus are one. all you need right it takes a lot to get to that place absolutely because I went to the doctor one, one day and it wasn't for asthma although I do have it I went to the doctor for something else but when they checked my oxygen, he was like, oh, wow, you're breathing at 54%. You're using 54% of your lungs. I was like, oh, well, I feel fine. Mm -hmm. He was like, and that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Because anytime you're using 54% of your lungs 
and you okay with that, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. Especially when they are built to work at 100%. That part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything you're saying is like, oh, I so relate to those things, but you don't really know. Like you don't connect the dots. Nope. That's Until what it someone is. connects you don't them connect for you. The dots. You yeah. think my headache is isolated Related to something from else. my back right. ache, from my toe ache, from well, I didn't my eat today. stomach ache. Right. Or I ate something spicy. Yes. Or I ate too late. Or we're just in denial because right. sometimes people do point out the signs to us that, you know Ooh. what, are, are you okay today? You you just Ooh. don't look yourself. And we'll say, no, I'm, I'm great. I'm yep, good. that's what we do. Right? But Masking. your body is physically telling people that there's a problem. Oh. Right? And so I, I say this all the time. I should take pictures when my clients first come into the office you have said versus that. weeks after they've yeah. been in counseling because they physically look different. She said that They to physically me. look different. And if you cannot see a physical change, then we're not doing work. We're really not doing work. So I think we see ourselves just literally dying on the inside we feel it but we see it on the outside and people see that and that's what when we talk about mental health issue it is the slowly dying and killing of cells that we don't deal with because we think people can't see it but you can see mental health you can see it in appearance you can see it in what people are doing and I think that's the part that we try to deny whoa I like that now I have a question later that I'm going to ask because it's, it's how do you help somebody who won't recognize that they need help but you took me somewhere completely different because if we recognize when there's something wrong with somebody why won't we address it it doesn't even have to be our mate like if you were sitting on my pew Mm -hmm. yesterday and I know you I've known you for years we've been going to this same church for decades Mm -hmm. I know that something is not right with you Mm mm-hmm I'm just going to do the little sideways Christian hug yeah. mm-hmm. and wish you well yeah. and have a blessed week. Like, what is that? Why is that? For the person that is sitting there not asking or the person who's in it? The person who's in it not asking for help, but the person who is looking at it and can tell something is wrong with you. So both. And won't push. The person who's in it? Come on now. They ain't denying even if I'm not in denial, I'm supposed to bear my dirty laundry to you? Right. Not not this polished vessel so right here. Yeah, not this package that looks all nice on the outside. Wow. So you want me to tell you that this house ain't together? Well, wow. that's pride and ego right there. It is pride and ego. But then if I tell you now, I feel shame and guilt. Because I think that you're going to judge me. Ooh. So, um, no, I'm just going to suffer in silence. We talked about that before. We sure did. Um, not touching in the green. And you guys, it's not too early to get in on the conversation. You can reach us at 214-717-4678. 214-717-4678. Wow. Okay, so maybe that's why the person who recognizes that something is wrong with you isn't going to engage because they don't want to get cussed out at the church. You got it. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I've tried to help enough people who told me to mind my own business. Mm-hmm. So now that's what I do. And, and, and if I tell Sister Mary right. what's going on, 
I know that Sister Mary told me what was going on with you and you and, and mm. Sister Kim last yeah. week. So yeah. now we don't trust Sister people. Mary talk too much. I'm my sister Mary. She got a good heart, but Sister Mary not gonna know my business. Right? Not in the oh. church. She not. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, that that completely makes sense. Yeah. So we got to get us a new circle of friends or or something. We got to get some honest friends. How about right. that? Not that your friends are liars, but they're not telling you what they need to be telling you, mm -hmm. or what you need to hear. Yeah, what like, you need to hear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I did have a, a sister who thinks she my mama. Anyway, <laughs> she came up to me one day and she was like, "Ooh, you losing weight?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Huh?" Because I'm still wearing the same clothes, so it hasn't dawned on me uh -huh. that I'm losing weight. Mm -hmm. But then after she mentioned it, you know so now I'm this. looking. Mm -hmm. So then now I'm noticing, wow, okay, well, this is falling off. Well, I did have to use it. But see, mm -hmm. I, because you're just going in the motion, you don't really notice it. Mm -hmm. So then when I, I started to say, oh, you know, I'm okay. So then the, the next Sunday, her husband walks up to the door with a plate. Uh -uh. <laughs> I love it But I love I'm it because real. she told you I see there's something wrong And I, and I have a about it. So next yeah. Sunday Okay well I told her she was mm -hmm. losing weight So this Sunday she, I'm Okay so this, this Sunday right. uh, and, and then he was like uh, And I could tell she had rehearsed it Look when you go to that <laughs> door you tell her You try to eat a little bit of that You know I, I knew the game Cause right. you know I know how they operate They in cahoots with each other mm -hmm. Exactly So she he was like you know well try to eat a little bit of this you know so you can feel better you know I know you don't really feel that good you know that kind of thing yes and so then I was able I was like oh man is it that bad mm -hmm. where I had noticed it mm -hmm. now I, I, now I'm in a place where I'm like dog what happened to them days I couldn't eat now I'm just <laughs> Girl, now I go eat a hamburger and, you know, stuff you don't need to eat. Now I need to lose some pounds. You are right. But I'm just so happy. Well, that's why you are right, because you're happy. Oh, but I need to put them baby roots down, though. Come on, I really okay. do need to well, I mean, a baby root every I now and again ain't going to hurt point. you. Every now. How many baby roots are you eating? Oh, we not going to eat. Sister Mary. <laughs> don't ask me about my baby <laughs> I got a baby root addiction. Yeah. Why you think I had his hat on? Okay. Don't ask me about my baby room. Well, we won't talk about the okay, baby room. Not today. We're going to okay. let you enjoy we'll your baby room through the okay. summer. Okay. We're going to let you enjoy your baby room through Thank the summer. Thank you. In the fall, we're going to have to keep okay. the baby room. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you. The okay, so we talked about the categories. So you lumped together the PTSD, the anxiety, and the depression. Absolutely. And then there was the identity problems and personality disorders. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, the cardiac, went with the immune Mental system, health. Mm -hmm. right, and the health. Where does loneliness go? Well, really, loneliness is, is attached to all of those, oh, right? okay. Like, I, I wouldn't separate that out and put it in a category by itself. I would really put it with in every category because okay. if you're experiencing PTSD you're probably and feeling lonely right? you're isolated and I, loneliness absolutely I would put all those that together. makes sense okay then how does that immune system work though I'm trying to figure out because the the healthier you are psychologically 
the healthier you are physically. Yes. Right? So when you become drained psychologically, your immune oh, system gets weakened. Weakening. Exactly. Which is why people who are depressed are more likely to catch colds. <gasps> what? Get sick. Break bones. What? Oh my gosh. Can't get out of the bed. They're lethargic, right? Because all of those tie in together. And when you think about the symptoms of depression, one of the symptoms is, as you mentioned, eating. People either undereat, no appetite. So if I'm not eating, right? My immune mm-hmm. system is weakened because I'm not even eating. Damn or I'm overeating, I'm eating Which everything. Baby, I'm not eating. I'm not eating. As I'm listening to y'all, I'm thinking about my mom being in the room with my dad's wife. Oh, that would never happen. Get caught up with the latest with the exes. Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network. Coming in, see, still is honest, but it's rude and it's indecent, it's all hell. Syllables, killer hall, it's killer hall. Your 
probably holding your smartphone or tablet right now. So simply go to your app store, search Fishbowl Radio Network, and download the new app for free. Then bam, continue listening to the hottest content from sports, music, entertainment, talk radio, and gospel. The Fishbowl Radio Network app, available free. Download it now. Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And joining us this evening is Dr. Tanisha Guy, brought to you by RiskingItAll.com. And we are talking about marriage and mental health, something that I don't know why the Lord has me even on this boat in this season. But hey, That's if good. it helps somebody, it helps somebody. Right. Starting with us. That's it. So now the second thing I read was off Marriage.com, Dr. Guy. Mm-hmm. It says most marriage counselors unanimously agree that mental health issues can cripple a couple's relationship. Now the other website said is next to killing you. This one says can cripple. However, the importance of mental well-being has often been an overlooked dynamic due to people mainly focusing on finances, infidelity, parenting, communication, blah 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 blah. Why do you think, other than the stigma that's mm-hmm. associated with mental health altogether, do we not put mental health in that category when we're talking about the finances and the children and the in-laws mm-hmm. and all that other stuff? I think, one, people don't know to put it in that category, mm-hmm. right? I think now we are just talking more about it. Mental ah. health is becoming mm-hmm. more acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, now you have celebrities that are saying, I have bipolar, right. I'm depressed, mm-hmm. I've been suicidal. True. I think before that, again, people just kind of assume that I'm the only one, right. so ah. I just need to figure out how to cope and manage it on my own versus right. understanding you're dealing with something that a lot of people struggle with and so there is help for it you can treat depression you can treat anxiety you can treat PTSD mm-hmm. um, I just think it's a lack of awareness that people have that's pretty good and even in our community you know for so long they would say there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. if you're right. going to counsel with mm-hmm. you absolutely with you so Mm-hmm. I think we kept it a secret and didn't deal with it just because mm-hmm. we don't want anybody to know. Including mm-hmm. the person we married. Right. Exactly. Like, that's just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should be the main person who knows. And spouses don't necessarily support each other, right? That's true. They don't necessarily mm-hmm. understand mental health. So if you're married to someone who, let's say, struggles with depression, mm-hmm. your understanding is... Why is my mate isolating? Why does my mate not want to be with me? Why is my mate not intimate with me? And your mate doesn't have the words because your mate has no idea that That he or she is depressed. They're just going through the motions because this is normal. So the mate doesn't support their mate in saying, get help. They just think it's about me, right? That is a valid point, especially, I want to say men. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not going to like put a number on it, but I can imagine mm-hmm. that that's a man's number one thing. Rejection. Absolutely. And it's like, this doesn't even have anything to do with you. Absolutely. But a lot of times we do make things about us. us. Mm-hmm. And what do you think people do when they feel rejected? 
Well, don't they start rejecting the other person? Or I, I they go, go find somebody that's yes, where I embrace don't feel them. Rejected. Now they more depressed. The other person is even more depressed mm -hmm. because now they're not only dealing not with whatever was doing. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> but right. now you've added this whole layer of other thing that I have to worry about. Like, can you say it and let you decide to let you cheat in peace while I do what I need to do over mm -hmm. here to get myself together? Right. Mm -hmm. Or go bust some windows like Jasmine Sullivan, mm -hmm. which but might make you feel Rob a little bit better. With, like Beyonce. But yeah. In my depression, I probably don't even care though. Right. Or you care not to the degree that you have the energy exactly. to actually get up and do something about it. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. That's sad. That's a lot. That is, yeah, that. What, which would you say is the most severe? Because just based on that, I would say depression. Depression is severe. It is probably the most severe one. That's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> when you think about the symptoms of depression, you're talking about, again, loss of interest in things you used to enjoy, change in appetite, change in sleeping habits. Mm. Um, the, the major one is people begin to have thoughts of not wanting to be here and mm. feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, feelings of worthlessness. And they may not necessarily verbalize these things to other people, but, but they, they experience they feel it. it. And their nonverbals are ex exhibiting this type of behavior that, Okay, you know what? You ain't showered in three days. There's a problem with that, right? Like, they yeah. just don't care about their own hygiene anymore. And in those cases, those are severe cases. But there are a lot of individuals that it gets to that point for their loved ones to realize there's a problem. Wow. And then you still don't know what the problem is, and right. you're putting it on you right. as opposed to helping them to figure out what's going on with them. Right. we got to get past that point. Wow. How do I not think that whatever is going on with you has anything at all to do with me? How do I take that off the table? Mm -hmm. Right. But then the thing is, so they made something wrong both of y'all. In most cases. Yeah, in most cases it is Absolutely. something wrong with both of you. Because you clearly see I need help. You know something's wrong. It's evident that mm -hmm. something's wrong with and me. And your answer is to go find somebody else to be with. Mm -hmm. But remember, if we're talking about PTSD, mm -hmm. my mate could be experiencing some type of mental health issue, which triggers something for me, which it might even trigger my own mental health issues that I didn't even know I had. Right. So when you think about mental health, one of the questions that I have to ask all clients when they come in is, any history of mental health issues in your family? And most cases, people will say, no, yeah, I don't think you so. you don't know. But the reality is, there's not one walking human being that does not have traces of mental health in our family's DNA. DNA. Right. It's like a light switch, right? So we all have it in our DNA. We right. all have, if you want to call it, the crazy gene. Wow. But it's not activated. And so typically what activates it are our experiences. Ooh. Traumatic experience activate these mental health issues, whether it's anxiety, trauma, PTSD, schizophrenia, right. personality disorders. And so they lie dormant for most of us, or we maintain it very well. Wow. So the reality is, when I ask that question, all of us do. We just don't know it. We got that cousin that ain't really been diagnosed but they right, right. we know something is wrong schizophrenia because that wasn't one that was said we have a comment from uh dr zandra rutledge she's saying that they may not be able to get up out of their bed and their mate has found someone else 
which then sends them into contemplating suicide. Mm -hmm. So you just made it worse for your mate, not even knowing what they're already dealing with. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's never just cheating. Yep. Because now I'm going to internalize their cheating as my fault. I'm not worthy. I'm not attractive. I'm not handsome. They don't want me. There's a problem with me. I'm no good. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you get the total opposite, right? You get someone who's dealing with mental health issues and they don't want to own it. And so they then begin to project onto their mate. So all the things that they're doing, really they begin to tell their mate that you're doing this. But in reality, they're doing that stuff. So now the mate takes on the problems that are identified by the person who has the mental health issues themselves. Now that leads me into this one. So how do you know if you're with someone who is a narcissist or they're just selfish or somebody who's codependent or they're just clingy or somebody that's controlling or they really are just looking out for you? You know, I would imagine there's like this thin line. line, But how do you just know, uh uh-uh, that was like way too much? True narcissism, (coughs) like diagnosable narcissism, are most likely individuals that are not in relationships. They date, but they're probably not in healthy relationships. And if they are in relationships, they're in codependent relationships. Uh The individual depends on them for the true narcissist. Why you say that? Because the true narcissist believes that he or she, because it could be a male or female, that the world centers around him or her. Right. Ah. And so if I'm with a person and they say that I've done something, let's say I made a mistake. The narcissist is like, no, I didn't. You made the mistake. Right. So if I know I didn't make the mistake, I'm going to stand on. I didn't make the mistake and you did. The narcissist is not going to like me at all. So we're probably not going to be in a relationship together. So the narcissist is more manipulative. Very manipulative. They're narcissists. See, I learned something new, girl. Wow. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, I learned something new. Right. The best example of the true narcissism is Donald Trump. Oh. Ugh. Needed a face. Yes, needed you a need a face. You need an example. Everything is yeah, about he him. He's only in a relationship with himself. Him, everything right. is about him, and he does whatever he has to do to For meet him. his own. That is a true, true example. Narcissist. Okay, thank you. I got that. So we need a new dictionary. <laughs> Oh, we, need a pic, we need a picture we need dictionary. A pic, you know, so yeah. we can all get it. That's yeah. the narcissist. So then the codependent versus, oh, they just love being with me. Mm. You know, they just really like being with me all the time. Now, that one is probably the, the one that's on the line. It's difficult to tell. The, the codependent relationships, in most cases, both parties are codependent on each other. Okay. okay. And so you might have one that's codependent on the other. But what we're typically seeing now in relationships is that both are literally codependent, which is why they don't leave because they're enmeshed in these relationships. And so I'm codependent on you. You're codependent on me. And we're both continuing this dysfunctional type of behavior together versus I really care about you. And that's why I want to be with you. So I'm encouraging you and I'm supporting you. That looks very different from if you leave me, I'm going to lose my mind because I don't know what I would do without you. I've heard heard people say that. And it made me go, hmm, I've never been in a relationship where I felt like that about somebody. I literally heard, <clears throat> excuse me, I literally heard someone say, I don't know what I'd do, about, do without him if something happened to him. And I went, 
I have never felt that way about anybody. Like, mm -hmm. and I thought something was wrong with me because I've been married for a while by then. Mm -hmm. No, you're so good. Dependent. Okay, because I'm thinking I'm no. gonna be hurt and I'm gonna be sad, but life will go on. Right. No, you're good. Okay, I'm you're, just checking. You're where everyone should be. <laughs> Girl, don't tell me that. I'm that just saying. Be. I'm just yeah. saying because I've never felt that. In the beginning of a relationship, mm -hmm. but I have felt that at the end of one. So you think you grew to that place, or you just grasped yeah. onto it? Yes, I think it was a a thing of oh my goodness, my life is changing. What will I do? I don't know what to do now. Okay. So before mm -hmm. then, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I got this. But then at the end of it, I was like. Oh my god. But for women there's a sense of vesting there. That's something that mm -hmm. we deal with. Yeah. It's the time factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we could cut that right there. You know what you helped okay? me with that? Steve Harvey. He was talking on one of his strawberry letters or something one day and him and Jay Anthony, I think is the comedian that was on there. He said Y'all women, y'all do relationships in time. He he, he didn't say men. He uh -huh. said uh, <laughs> uh huh. Ninjas don't care nothing about no time. That's why we can bounce mm -hmm. when we done. We done. Mm -hmm. Y'all get caught up on I done been with this joker for twenty years and you know he ain't good for you and mm -hmm. you give him another twenty years because you don't want to forfeit the first twenty. The investment wow. that did something for me. Mm hmm. So we just learn to not operate in the sense of time when it comes to relationships. Because then That's I had to good. go back in my mind and think. Remember I told you I'm an overachiever, overdoer, right. overthinker, overcommitter. Right. And so I've always had long, but not long distance, what's the word? Long term, long -term relationships. I've always had long term relationships. Mm -hmm. But I'm an overcommitter, overthinker, overdoer. And once I'm vested, I'm vested. But, but you gotta also, unvest in crazy. But women right. also date for a sense of comfort and stability. So once mm. you find that, whether it's good stability or not, it's mm. still a sense of stability. So oh. even though the mate not be the healthiest person, he may create some sense of stability. There's and with him leaving, that's that stability leaves. And as a woman we cleave to any sense of what gives stability like oh there's a noise downstairs you're gonna go get that like you may not be good for nothing else but you're gonna go get that noise that we just heard <laughs> right. downstairs so that comfort feeling is probably more so of what you are like what do i do now because now i'm the one that got to go check on what that creep is downstairs because that right. person is no longer there that's Girl, funny. Right. But we went over that pie chart. Remember that pie chart you do in your office? And the security the for me looked like friendship. Mm -hmm. So that wouldn't work for me. That noise downstairs. I mean, there's another level that would work for me on that scale of this is not stable. Right. So I guess it would be the loss of the friendship. Mm-hmm. That Ooh, for me, that would have been more mine. Okay. Yeah, because that noise downstairs, I'm gonna go check that out on my own. Right, right. But what hurts me with my relationships is the friendship. I got you. Because I'm relational. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now I have to say bye to a friend, and right. that's why I've told my kids I've got exes 
and I've got friends. Mm. If you were an ex, that means I never really liked you in the first place. We never even should have been together. Gotcha. But I have ex-boyfriends that are literally still my friends to this day because we had more than a relationship. Right. And so when I find that one idiot... That I gotta now, I can't just cut the relationship. I gotta right. cut the friendship. Wow. That hurts me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I'm in that oh, space wow. where I'm good with saying bye to the relationship most of the time. It's that friendship that I'm still trying to, to hold on to. to hold on to. Girl, that's mm. good. Yeah, that's my problem. I don't think you gotta throw the whole. Thing away, unless you just have to throw the whole thing away. Wow, I don't know how to do that. Okay, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, X is just X. Okay, you're listening to with the X's at Fishbowl Radio Network. question because my inquiring minds want to know how in the world is the first wife and the second wife <laughs> doing a show with the husband behind the scenes running the camera this ain't something we do right. <laughs> and when i wake up i recognize you looking at me for the pay cut behind myself be looking at you from the face down one mac 11 eat the room with the face down skimming and let me tell you about my life painkillers only put me in a twilight we're pretty bad Life is a balance. You lose your grip, you can slip into an abyss. No doubt, you see these niggas tripping. Ego in charge of every move, he's a star. And we can't look away due to the days that he taught our hearts. He's falling apart, but we deny it. Justifying a half ass shit he dropped, we always buy it. I apologize. Took for my child to be born See through a woman's eyes Took for these natural twins To believe in miracles Took me too long for this song I don't deserve you I harass you out in Paris Zoom to that jet propulsion Mariana's trans Leave it in the black It's ocean mind Acts of ocean Massive notes and slashing Throats and crashing Boats and acid Potion Rats black The souls of murder morosive Shattering cattle and catapults With animal folks Convincing folks that I'm God From above and miraculous Like the leader of all the last Passing classic co- question because my inquiring minds want to know how in the world is the first wife and the second wife <laughs> doing a show with the husband behind the scenes running the camera this ain't something we do <laughs> catch this and more on with the exes monday 7 to 9 p.m central standard time on the fishbowl radio network Welcome back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm looking at more. And sitting with us explaining what fixing is is Absolutely. Dr. Tanisha Guy. We Thank are you. we were continuing last week's conversation because I really wanted clarity on what fixing looks like. Right. So we are going to go into that and then the last question, well not even a question, would be any recommendations and solutions you have for mental health. Um mm-hmm. 
anything that needs to be done, especially for someone who doesn't recognize that they need help. But last week, if you guys tuned in, there was a situation where Pew Research showed that men are not marrying or wanting to marry because they don't want women trying to fix them. Women are always trying to fix them. And we couldn't get anybody to explain to us what fixing was. Fixing is not picking up your clothes or putting away your shoes or, you know, putting the toilet seat down. Yeah. Obviously, at least we didn't think it was. Right. So Dr. Guy just gave us a good example of what yes. that looked like from her clinical perspective. Yeah. I think the fixing piece has more to do with, we talk about personality types, and what we're seeing more are women who have very um, alpha personality types. And so in their careers, they're successful, they're educated, and so uh, they have taken more of these leadership roles in their professions. And, and as a result, they are taking these same type of leadership roles in their relationships. And so if I'm successful in my career and I feel like it's together and it's polished, I want my relationship to look the same way. And not to say that he's not a good guy, but in my mind, I think that he's work in progress. And so I just think he needs a little bit of polishing up. And so I'm going to touch up here. I'm going to ask him to make some changes here because I think that will help improve him. So I think at least that's what I've been hearing that makes in relationships. Perfect sense. Um, but if you think about relationships on both sides for women and men. Healthy relationships are those that grow each other. So if right. you're with a person and he doesn't improve her or upgrade her in some way right. and she doesn't upgrade him in some way, then why are they really together? Right. Wow. So the concept really should be going both ways and whether that's in their business lives or then personal lives you really should be um, sewing into that person so that they can grow and flourish and they should be doing the same thing for you. Now if you're only seeing it one side then maybe that is the problem. <gasps> that's good Dr. Guy. Oh my gosh. So if you're helping me grow mm -hmm. and I'm helping you grow, you don't consider it fixing. Exactly. Because we're both growing because we want that. That's exactly. right. That's, exactly. That would be a That's relationship goal. goal. Right. right. Like I become better because of you. Right. And you become better because of me. And you so make me want to be better because exactly. you, we're making each other better. Like exactly. that just makes sense. But when I don't want to grow, I see it as a fixing. Ooh. Right. Or you want to change me. Right. That makes you just because want to throw I'm, Because um, Mr. Rutledge said something. I'm not willing he to did. go further than he. That, that stuck with me. You plant your feet right here. And I'm not willing to go past this point. And now it looks like you're trying to fix, fix me. Because you're trying to drag me over to that side and I don't want to go. So I'm going to mm -hmm. let you do that in peace. Like tug of war. You're not going to pull me past. Right. Mm -hmm. But who doesn't want to grow? The person People that doesn't think they need to grow. I'm the narcissist. Right. Like I'm already together. So why do I what need to grow? What can you tell me? I'm good. Okay. Well, that helped me. And so hopefully that helps somebody yeah, else too. Real. So let's just all grow by ourselves, shall we? <laughs> or 
we don't mind growing together. Exactly. Like, but if you just focus on growing you and they focus on growing them, then we should all be moving. Yeah. But I can't see the areas sometimes that I need to grow in, right? Like sometimes right. when you're too close in the mirror, you cannot see. That's true. And so true. I need Somebody that outside perspective to, to say, help. hey, you, you might want to try this. You, you Did you think about yeah. that? And you're like, I, I haven't, but I will since A you A mentor it. is necessary. Mm-hmm. I like mentors personally. I do too. And I think it's something wrong when you don't have one. Yeah. Or you're not mentoring someone, someone else. else. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That part bothers me because you should be pouring into somebody. Just like someone poured into you. Yeah. Absolutely. So there should be someone pouring down into you and they should be getting should the overflow from that. Speaking of yeah. that, you guys, that's probably one of the reasons I think... Um, when I talk to a lot of young couples, I ask them, well, you know, what couples have you seen that have healthy relationships? And unfortunately, a lot of them will say, well, I don't have any on my family side. Like no one in my family has gotten married and had a healthy relationship and has stayed married. And unfortunately, because they're young couples, they don't really see that. So they might have some friends that are married, um, but their friends are kind of in the same place where they are. Right. So you see these young couples really struggling and not identifying with older couples that can really mentor them. So I, since you guys said that, it just really uh, rung a bell for me that I think all couples, no matter where you are in your relationships, whether you're a year in, 10 years, 20 years in, you need that other mentorship from other couples to say, look, we've kind of been through it. We understand. This is how you get through it. Or says, we don't know how to get through that, but this is how we got through this. Right. Versus you know, let's run for the hills because this ain't going to work. But I also think that there are people who won't step up and do that mm-hmm. because they don't like each other. So if, if you don't like mm-hmm. the person that you're with, you're not about to go invest an hour on a Saturday morning at Starbucks with another couple. That is true. And I don't want you to. Right. If I'm the new married, mm-hmm. if I'm the newlywed, right. I don't want you to anyway. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to look like you in 30 years. No, I don't. Wow, that's true. <laughs> she over there laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, but wow. but I think that's what it is. So it, mm-hmm. once again, it goes with being honest and being real. Like, where are the real honest couples that are like, no, we don't have it all together, mm-hmm. but we're willing to work it out. And right now, we've got people who are like, no, we don't like each other, and from one day to the next, we're trying to figure out if we're trying to work it out. Right. So they don't need to be mentoring nobody right no, now. No, they don't. But they can mentor people in saying, hey, you don't want to be here in 20 years. And this is so what So start with I, that part. Start with this is what you this don't is what want. You don't right. That's want a good, that is a good start. This is what you don't want. And this is how we got here. <laughs> that, part, that is this good. Is if y'all yeah. need any help on that, call 214. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. I can help you with that part. <laughs> Call two one four seven one seven four six seven eight. Right, I'm your girl for that. Because but I can't we can all with tell somebody mm-hmm. what not to do, Absolutely. even if we haven't figured out what we need to do. Right, we can all tell somebody what not to do. We both said that if we could go back and tell our younger selves, we both said we would wait. We would tell ourselves to wait. Right, and I know we're not the only people who would no, say that. No. Absolutely not. Even for those it work out for. They would still probably probably say wait. Even if they got married when they did, they might say wait on that house. Or wait on the kids. Or wait on that job. Yeah, there's still some wait 
situations right. that they could say, no, we probably should have taken our time on that a little that bit. That makes sense. Yeah. Dr. Guy, can I, I just need to ask, what made you go into this profession? Um, oddly enough, I knew, like I was in elementary school. You guys remember the show Growing Pains with the Seavers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I remember back in like third, fourth grade watching this show and saying, I'm going to be a shrink. And so in high school, I just continued to really enjoy psychology and the study of people. And by the time I got to college, there was no question. That's just what you Wow. Do. On purpose and on point. Absolutely. And helps people all the time. All the time. Okay, you guys. How can you be reached? (laughs) As always, you can find out biographical information. Uh, professional information. Everything is on the website. We're, we're just in here having <laughs> having a good time. We have our closing comments coming up on the back end. Right, well, we're going back and forth with the producer right now. Okay, you guys. It's come to the point where we have to say and up next week will be Pass the Q Part 2. So, Monday at 7, same time, same place. We are going to try to leave as much information as we have on Tommy stole from us. Whoa. Took you out when I had no money. Only person that you ever cared about was you. That's why it's so funny. You want somebody that'll keep you warm at night and tell me why you acting cold to me. You ain't the only one to blame. No one, the one that made you rich when I bought every lie you sold to me. Yeah, heard you threw away the pictures. But you still got the memories of us. So I guess that don't really make a difference. Flipping through them in your head. Got you texting me all hours of the night. Yeah, you told me that you needed distance. What's the deal with you? You say you want a man that keeps it real. Then why you mad when I R.I.P. to B.I.G. Classic. I'm looking for a nigga to get some babies. A handful of Wheezy, sprinkle of Davies. Man, I ain't got no type like Jimmy and Sway Lee. But if he can't f- three times a night, Peace. I tried to f- 54 a powerful hour. But all I want to do is talk power for hours. We beat the poop. Up. Make sure it's a KO. Step your banks up like you're moving that yay yo. Somebody go and make sure Karuchi okay though. I heard she think I'm trying to get a Karuchi to Quavo. They always want to beat it up, goon up the poop. Man, maybe I should let them auto tune up the poop. All these bow wow challenge moves, lying and shit. Many steady wops, stay eyeing my shit. Drake worth a hundred million, always buying me shit. But I don't know if the poop red though, if he crying and shit. Meek still be in my DMs, I be having to duck them. I used to pray for Tom. Like this Face when I Man, Uzi is my baby He ain't taking the L But he took it literally When I said go to hell Used to f*** with young thug I ain't addressing this shit Caught him in my dressing room Still in dresses and shit I used to get this new With a list of testers and shit How you want the poop? You can't say your S's and shit uh. I'm just playing But I'm saying I'm 
crush you on special ed Shout out designer cause he made it out of special ed You wanna fuck me, you gotta get some special head Cause this we had these noobs on some special meds Like Mike Tyson, he was fighting my shit Talking about yo, why you got these noobs fighting this shit Wanna wanna real, I should make these noobs scrap for the poopy Young and main lady luck, get the strap for this poopy uh, 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 uh. And I would've had Odell Beckham banging the cake Till I saw him hopping out of cars, dancing to Drake I've been a five-star big man, word to Gotti I'ma do that future dirty word to Scotty Had to cancel DJ Khaled, boy, we ain't speaking Ain't no fat nigga telling me what he ain't eating YG in the game with the hammer yelling gang gang This ain't what I meant when I said a gang bang Takashi won the menage, I said Treyway Curved him and went to Kim and Kanye way M cop the Barbie dream house and you can play the part I, I ain't trying to bust it open in the trailer park Dreams of the women and these little rappers 